You are listening to Next Level Conversations Podcast, where I am here to teach you high-level directors, you high-level executives, and high-performer women how to take that internal dialogue that keeps slowing you down to the next level, how to create strategies much faster so that we can get to your bottom line, how to take all your objectives to the finish line so that we can stop repeating the nonsense. Yep, I said it, us. You're already motivated. It's time to get up and get into it. Let's get to implementation. Get into your community, get into your life. There are no more excuses and we are here. Yep, we are talking about the things that no one wants to talk about. We're having hard conversations in order to get to the next level. Yep, I said it, we are looking at ourselves. We're gonna start with us in order to transform our bottom lines. So let's get into it. So imagine this, I was a single mom at the time and I was in charge of putting together a very high executive meeting. I was working with this company that had an executive uh, annual event and these were all uh, six-figure businesses and up, some of them multi-million dollar level business owners, uh, very private, very high end. I was a single mom because I had gone through a divorce and I still owned my own uh, life coaching business. I was doing some business coaching and I was also doing what I'm really great at, which is putting on these major events. I have a very detailed mind. So doing that comes easy for me. So I'm putting on this event, all high-end people, Um, You can imagine what the environment was like. And this particular day, I had to take my son with me. And I remember he probably was all about six or seven years old. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, no, this particular audience is not the audience to do that, right? Because you wanted to be professional. You didn't want to show up that way, but I had to. And at the time, the owner of that particular event was fine with me bringing him. So I brought him and, you know, we were uh, in the middle of a session. I kept him in the back, kept him busy and out of the way of everybody. And this particular lesson that they were on was all about setting strategic goals for the company. Very high level conversation. My son's in the back and I'm running around uh, worried about, you know, lunch and what's coming up next and just making sure everything's in place. At the same time, I'm just praying that my son doesn't have one of those moments that kids have where they're like uh, restless and want to get up and say something or move around. And any of you that know my son, you would know that he's very um, active. He's an active child and always has been doesn't sit still much. So he's sitting in the back, busying himself, and I'm not realizing that he's picking up on all of these executive thoughts and these high, this is only a seven-year-old. And there was an actual roll up your sleeves and do, do some work. And so the person was passing the paper out and they passed him one. And, you know, we're probably thinking he's back there doodling and messing around. But Without us even realizing it, this kid was back there doing the work. He was back there actually uh, filling out his goals in his little world. They were talking about executive stuff, but he's over here filling out his goals for quarter one, quarter two, quarter three. And 
I'm not really paying attention to it, but there is a time in the session where we all get up and start talking about our goals and we bounce them off each other and share. And they call my son up to the front. And, you know, inside his mom, I'm like, oh, no. So he goes up to the front and he has this piece of paper. And without hesitation, he finishes the assignment like this. And he gets in front of that microphone and without uh, anxiousness, without a worry, he's holding his paper and he just makes simple comments. I'm going to play football. I'm going to become a running back. I'm going to have a Lamborghini and I am going to uh, be a police officer or a firefighter. And it's just just like that. And he had some goals and the things that he wanted to do that year. In that moment, I realized something. Number one, never underestimate your child. CEO moms, CEO parents, I'm talking to you. Never underestimate the fact that your child might have a skill set to be an entrepreneur and it doesn't matter their age. I believe that so often we as parents put it off to later. We go, oh, when they grow up, when they grow up, when they grow up. Well, when my son did that exercise, he wasn't talking about when he grows up. He was talking about his ability to do it now. And to capture that in your children is the job of us business owners that are parents. It is really important that we back our youth. They're watching us make goals. They're watching us create the goals. They're watching us reach goals. And then once we reach them and we get a result financially, they're watching us spend the money, live the lifestyle and provide for them. In them watching us doing that, there's something that's developing inside of them. Why wait until they get older to develop that? Let's talk today about growing a CEO child. I said it. I'm a firm believer of it. All of my children are business owners. Uh, Two of them have finished college. I got my first two through college. Very successful. And they now are owning their own time. They work for organizations as a consultant. They own their own companies. They're learning the elementaries of it. I have a daughter in her 30s. I have one late 20s. And then I have a 16-year-old son. And all of them have an entrepreneur spirit. And I believe that that's the joy of being a CEO. You get to include your children in your meetings Don't leave them at home. Now, I'm not saying, I know there are some meetings that are not appropriate, but heck, as an owner, as a CEO, you can shape what your children walk into. You can shape their their business muscle. And one of the things that I did early on is I began to allow myself to let my children be in my business world. I let them come to meetings with me, the ones that were appropriate that I knew would allow them a room to be there. I would bring them things to keep them busy, but I would always allow them in the space. 
And I knew that somewhere in their brain and in their mind, they were picking up on key business skills. Some of them are soft skills in business. For example, the endurance of getting up, of going down early because you have a meeting, of being on time to that meeting, of once you get to that meeting, engaging in it, being prepared, walking away with a result, watching a conversation turn into a revenue. There were some soft skills in that, the follow-up skill, the not being afraid to speak up. Um, All of those skills they were picking up because they were in the presence of my business life, watching me prep for it the night before, watching me go sometimes seven days without a long period of sleeping, uh, watching me uh, sacrifice sometimes or making a check and then putting it towards buying a home instead of going and spending it on a car, the decisions I was making with the money. These are the the skill sets that they were picking up on because I allowed them to be a part of it. I'm talking to you CEO parents who allow your kid to just go to school, come home, go in their room and not be a part of your life. You're missing out. Now is the time to include them in your meetings. Take them to your board meetings. Make them a part of what you're doing. Don't be afraid. That's the joy of it. Now, The pain of it is when you actually build them up to be that, because now you got to support them. And that's what I actually have done. So all of the education and allowing them to be in my space and the things that they're picking up on, we would come home. I would debrief on their experience over dinner, over a meal. I would ask them, so would you learn? Would you pick up on? What did you realize in that meeting? What was your take on the meeting? I even go so far sometimes as to asking my kids, what did you think about that person? Because I noticed that they would listen in depth. They would watch the energy of the person I was having meetings with. So I always wanted to hear what their take was on it. And sometimes, because they don't have any connection to it, they'd be very honest. I don't know about that person, Ma. Or I don't know about what they were talking about, but it didn't sound too clear to me. So allowing them to weigh in and debriefing with them after having them in your environment is going to work wonders for your child, raising the CEO child. Now, the pains of it are good pain. It's a good pain, even though I use that word. I give you a live example of what happened to me. So my son came to me when he was 13. Now, this is the same son that is used to setting goals. I even have pictures of him uh, creating his vision boards every year, okay? And he began to implement some of the things that us as CEOs do in our lives. And of course, what was going to happen is he was going to get a result. And so that's what he did. He came to me at 13 and said he was going into the studio. I didn't even know my son had the talent to be a rapper. I didn't know he had the talent to create lyrics and music. And he asked to go in the studio. And I told him, okay, but I had to be there with him. So I had to carve it out in my time to show up in the studio. And any of you who know music, you're in the studio late. So imagine I've had a long day. And I don't want to put that tiredness on my son because he watched me go after my goals with all this energy. 
So how dare I now go after his goals with any less energy? So I had to internally drink a Red Bull, get in that car and drive into the studio and be just as excited for his project as I was for my project. What that allowed him to do was to grow and to flourish. Uh, 13, 14, 15, and before you know it, he became 16. And now we have major producers, major artists in the rap industry approaching us now for features, uh, him taking this business to a next level. And yes, I said business because I have also already instilled in him this business muscle. So when we go to our entertainment meetings, we walk out of there and I debrief with them. It's a skill that I've been doing with him since he was six or seven. So now at 16, we call him a CEO. My son is a major CEO at 16. I feel so comfortable that sometimes he's inside of studios or he'll go into a business meeting and I'll let him take the meeting without me even being there. Because he knows he won't make a decision. He'll leave. He won't be pressured into a decision. He'll uh, leave and debrief with his team. And then we come up with a plan on if or not we will engage in that. He recognizes that he is the talent. And that someday this talent will become a business. And I could only have these conversations with him at 16 because it. I started taking him with me when he was younger. So he has this conversation. He has this language. It is not foreign to him to be a part of a business meeting and to be a part of his own growth. He has his own LLC, his own corporation. He talks to uh, our CPA and accountant to ask questions that he does not understand. He has his own relationship with them. He understands that we have to have an entertainment account to protect him as he begins to grow money in this industry. And he also understands that even though he is going to be a major rap artist, that there's a business side that he wants to tap into. So he's learning that now. He came to me and said, hey, mom, I'm probably going to make a few big hits and make it to the top of the charts. And he goes... And I'm also going to uh, get into the business side of this because that's what is really um, interesting me. I thought it was the music and it is. He goes, but I'm really interested in this business stuff. And so I see that for him. The pains is that, hey, sometimes I got to sacrifice. So CEO parents, I sacrifice uh, investment money, uh, time, um, my sleep. Because now it's like I'm not just holding my project, but I'm holding his, and it's well worth it. I am talking directly <clears throat> to you, CEO parents. Don't leave your kids out. Let's grow a CEO child. How do you do it? Involve them in what you're already up to. Don't separate your business world from their world. Make them a part of your world. Help them weigh in. Ask them their thoughts about what they're hearing. It's so worth the investment. The investment of time with the investment of your money, investing your intellect into your children so that they can develop as CEOs. Now, I know some of you have children that you know 
are going to make great CEOs. Develop that now. Let's not wait. There's a lot of joy in it, watching them flourish, watching them um, think outside of the normal box. And let's face it, the times we're living in, our youth are going to have to have a different uh, business muscle. They're going to need to create their own wealth. They're sure not afraid of it these days. We just have to channel it the right way. I love it. I even have thought several times about starting a, a CEO program for youth and not only investing in them, but watching their dreams grow and giving them that business muscle and mindset that they need. There's a lot of pains in it because you got to watch them go through some letdowns. You got to watch them make a few failing mistakes. And that's okay. I'd rather watch them do it now as kids than when they get older. Let's shorten the times of those types of failures and mistakes and just let them get out there and do it. So again, same thing. You know, I was with my son this last weekend and we were in the studio doing a listening party and yes, I was exhausted. I had a lot of other projects I was working on, but I put him at a priority in my life. I put him at the top of the list. I put his dreams, his goals at the top of the list. Same thing as my daughters, constantly encouraging them. They're, they're CEOs, they're uh, entrepreneurs in their own right. They create their own wealth, their own money. And at the same time, I talk to them about business as well. So we're ready as a family uh, to face creating wealth together and creating wealth as individuals. And I believe we need to do more more of this with our children, because as you can tell, the economies are going crazy at times. And for us to continue to raise youth, thinking that they have to finish high school to go work a nine to five is uh, the only way to go is crazy to me. I'm a big advocate for including your children in your business world. Let's get into it, people. Let's take our children's lives to the next level. As we take our businesses and our personal lives as adults to the next level, let's do this for our kids. Don't wait. Don't let them wait until they become an adult. Let's do it now. If they have the idea now, let's make the idea now happen. All right, all right. You've been listening to Next Level Conversations podcast, where we have had the difficult conversations that no one wants to have. We talk about the things that most people don't want to talk about, and we say the things that most people won't say in order to get things done that most people won't get done. It's time to get up, wake up, get out, and make some stuff happen.